is the WQA podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. My suggestion is just take advantage when it comes up. Some of the best conversations I've had with people are standing in the hallway. Um, you see somebody getting a cup of coffee, you're getting a cup of coffee, you see where they're from, you just kind of strike up that conversation. That's Jamie West of SeaTech Water Solutions during a recent WQA webinar entitled How to Get the Most Out of WQA's Convention, coming up in Orlando, March 5th through the 7th, 2024. And welcome to the WQA Weekly Podcast from the Water Quality Association, promoting better water quality around the world. If you're a first-time listener or viewer or new to the industry, welcome. We're glad you're here. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone on your team or someone you know. Also, we now feature our podcasts on our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash at Water Quality Association videos. Check it out. I think you'll like it. In this episode, we feature WQA members Jennifer Smith of ResinTech and Jamie West, along with Haley Fioretti and Monica Sanchez from WQA, as we discuss how to get the most out of convention. We'll talk about planning ahead, the WQA app, which you can now download, pre-convention programming, and how to take advantage of all of the networking opportunities at convention. Plus, we'll have our WQA tip. Now on to getting the most out of convention, on the WQA podcast. Now we do have some pre-convention programming, as we, as we mentioned. The, the the show actually starts on March fifth, but the pre-show uh, convention programming starts on March fourth. Jennifer, could you take us through boot camp and the R WQRF symposium and the RO sizing workshop in case somebody who has registered might still want to take advantage of those? Definitely. You know, I can tell you it's a little bit of extra money but there is so much extra knowledge to, to pick up from the day before. Um, as far as WQRF Symposium, this will actually be my first year that I'm not going to the business um, bootcamp and because I wanted to go to the Water Quality Research Foundation Symposium. And they have some excellent topics this year. Um, it's what the USGS knows about tap water in the U.S., um, they're also going to talk about the life cycle of PFAS. PFAS right now is is such a big issue that everybody's talking about, especially in the news. And this is going to be excellent. They're doing a screening um, of a documentary called Sludge. Um, you can also see that documentary. They're also ha holding a screening on Tuesday also that you can see that. Um, and then just um, all different other things, water resilience, innovations, um, to do with water. So there's a lot of things going on with that. Then also, um, and this is where the app comes in great, uh, Peter Cartwright is putting together, and a few more are putting together the, um, oops, I'm sorry, I have WQRF pulled up. They have the Commercial Industrial RO Sizing Workshop, Peter Cartwright. 
has this, and um, this is hands-on on how to properly size reverse osmosis for the industrial and commercial, and then also how to problem solve. So this is great. I've heard, he's done this in the past, and I've heard excellent things about it. And then Business Boot Camp um, also is amazing. We have people that from our industry that are going to be speaking on um, different things, but we also have a gentleman Jane, named John Free. Brass, I believe is what it phrase, is. Phrase, like phrase, a, like, okay, like a sentence, only a phrase. Yes, oh, it's only a phrase. There you go. And um, they're going to talk about uh, effective communication, empathy skills, and so on, and mostly the drive for uh, recruitment and retention. So this is more of like managers coming in. This is great for or business owners. This is great for them to attend the business boot camp. And I'll tell you, I'm a little bummed I had to choose between the two and decided to go with the symposium. Now we want to talk about the other kinds of education that's available to us. And uh, Jennifer, if you want to take a stab at that as well, would you, Certainly. you know, again, kind of get, take us through how one would really go through the schedule and pick out some of those sessions that might be most apropos? So um, what's awesome, you can either go on the website, the wqa.org website, or again, this app is, I was telling Haley earlier, I'm like, oh, the app came out yesterday and it's almost like the Christmas catalog. You know, you get to choose your favorites and what you want to go and, and, um, and watch for education. But as far as education, we have business opportunity or business operations, business opportunities. So um, again, this is for the managers, the owners, or even um, there are sessions for uh, sales professionals and service technicians. So as far as business goes, so we have business operations. We also have um, introductory level as, uh, for the technical side of things. And this is something that is perfect for the first time person coming to visit because, um, you know, Sometimes we get a little more advanced, which we do also offer. But if this is your first time coming, if you're just newer to the industry, there are wonderful things you can learn. And then um, we have topics that are across the board. Um, also, WQRF, the Water Quality Research Foundation, they also have different topics that they're offering, and um, which is always great to learn from the Water Quality Research Foundation. All right, uh, Haley, back to you. Would now be a good time to look at the website? Any pages there you want to highlight to, to kind of bolster what we just heard from Jennifer? So here is the main page of the convention website, convention.wqa.org. And we will go ahead and go down here. Oh my gosh, the convention is 19 days away. We'll see you all in Orlando soon. <laughs> it is coming and up fast. It is. And just to reiterate, with your convention registration, the full convention registration, you have access to over 50 plus hours of education, 200 plus exhibitors on the show floor, 35 plus speakers. There will be over 3000 attendees there and 92% of them are decision makers. So this is a really great opportunity that you guys are taking advantage of. And to go more into depth about what you will be experiencing at the convention in Orlando, there's amazing networking opportunities. And we'll go ahead and click here to our networking page. Go down, you can learn a little bit more about networking opportunities. And here we go. 
So the big one of the biggest um, networking opportunities at the convention is the networking reception. Um, this year, our theme is Let's Flamingle. Um, shout out to um, Lindsay on my team. I think she's watching here. She had a big part in planning this event. Um, and it will be hopefully everybody at the convention will go to this. It's going to be Wednesday, March 6th, 5 to 6.30 p.m., right at the Orange County Convention Center after the um, exposition closes that day. And you'll have the opportunity to talk with other folks there. Um, there's going to be drinks and food and um, hopefully some furthering of some conversations you already had with exhibitors on the floor that day. Um, additionally, the expo itself is a great networking opportunity and here are the opening hours on Wednesday and Thursday. And then another great opportunity for networking is the hub, which is um, outside in the foyer space of the OCC. Um, and they also will be handing out um, water bottles on one of the days. So it's a great chance to just chat with other folks there who might be new or new uh, attendees and um, any folks from Pentair as well. And then let's go back to the main page. And actually before I move on, um, Jennifer or Jamie, our wonderful volunteers and longtime attendees of the convention, do you have any um, advice on networking at the convention? You know, uh, go ahead, Jamie. I see, I see you unmuted. My suggestion is just take advantage when it comes up. Some of the best conversations I've had with people are standing in the hallway. Um, you see somebody getting a cup of coffee, you're getting a cup of coffee, you see where they're from, you just kind of strike up that conversation. We have made some huge connections. And other than this convention, nationally, we never would have met these people. And now they're part of our water tribe. So I just say, don't just look at these three. These are three great ones, but don't miss an opportunity in a hallway. I completely agree. Um, in the hallway and then you know, I think a lot of in the classes is really where I, I'll sit down and next, next to somebody. And honestly, um, when I sit down in, in classes, I sit down next to strangers. I, I don't usually sit next to the people I already know because I want to grow. I've been in this industry for 18 years. I've, I've, this is my 14th convention, I think. And it just, I always find somebody new and somebody exciting and I learned from so many of these people and have made great connections also. Oh, that's great. And uh, great, Jamie, that you're on board now and uh, appreciate your joining us for the webinar today. I want to take uh, a moment here and let's just imagine ourselves moving on into the convention expo hall for a moment. And uh, as uh, Haley mentioned, 200 plus exhibitors, it's going to be a jam-packed floor full of technology, products, solutions, uh, all kinds of things. And um, I just want to ask you, how does one navigate? Uh, there you can see the trade show floor. Uh, your thoughts, uh, Jamie, on just kind of making the most of your opportunity on the show floor. So we usually do the floor multiple times throughout the time we have, and I never go to the right or left. I kind of shoot for a third um, and start there and just make sure that I have the time to see who's there. If someone's busy, I make a notation um, to myself to make sure on the map that I go back. 
Um, and then, of course, it's it's almost like a reunion. You get to see your vendors. You get to see the new stuff coming out. And so just continuing to make those relationships. Um, but I definitely say do not do the, the trade show floor once, at least twice while you're there. Get the most out of it. Jennifer, anything to add? You know, what I noticed is when I do the trade show floor, I'll do it once in one direction and then I'll do it again in the opposite direction because, you know, sometimes you just see from a different perspective, maybe there were a lot of people around a particular booth. And then when you come back the opposite way, either you might see different signage or that booth may be opened up at that time. So uh, walk it at least once. And then I also recommend, so Wednesday is really kind of the big day that everybody goes. Thursday is a little bit quieter. So especially if you want to stop and see certain um, vendor or, or you know people that you want to talk to, definitely stop by on Thursday. Things are slower. And then I just, I think that you get a little bit more of it out of it on Thursday. Very good. And right in the middle of the show floor will be WQA Central. And I'm going to ask Monica to tell us a little bit about that. Monica? So WQA Central is kind of the hub for WQA once the expo hall opens. Um, the way the central is set up is it has four corners. In those four corners is basically to answer any WQA questions you could possibly have. We have WQRF in one corner. We have our professional certification in one corner. We also have our product certification in the other corner. And last but certainly not least, we have our membership corner. So again, if you come up to Central and you when you're in Expo Hall and you have any WQA, anything that comes up WQA related and you need some help, feel free to visit us over on at Central and we'll get those answers for you. Great, yeah. And, and usually uh, some comfy chairs uh, in the area you could stop by and uh, maybe, you know, rest up a little bit because as we all know you're on your feet for a very very long time i wanted to get back to the networking for a moment uh, folks and ask about the ideas behind being the most effective networker that we can be i realize there are some some folks who are natural right it's just kind of just and other and others like me you know it takes a little bit more to to have that conversation, to get that, start that conversation. So I'm curious what your tips are, what your ideas are. Jamie, let me start with you. Um, how do you, and, and you're one of those naturals, um, but what, what do you do to kind of start the conversation or to get that networking going where you might not maybe feel like it's the easiest thing in the world? So Wes, it's funny that you say I'm a natural because it's totally not in my nature to be that outgoing but wqa has had a huge impact in my professional career through the win mentoring program um, to give us different webinars so that we can learn and we can clearly look like we know what we're doing when we're there um, but they have some great ones that i don't know if we can archive and um, people can look through those but um, kind of your elevator speech is what a lot of people call it how do you prepare that how do you not sound like it's scripted um, definitely those conversation points um, that you can do to strike up the conversations and networking. So that is where I have really gotten a lot of my growth is from WQA. Um, sometimes it's trial or error. You just, um, maybe it's not somebody that you have so much in common with, but maybe they know somebody they can connect you to. Um, 
versus the the water quality that maybe you're in in your area. So I can say WQA has definitely pushed me um, to where I'm much better at networking. And there are resources on the website for everybody to kind of refresh themselves before we meet in 19 days. Thanks, Jennifer. Yeah, I think Jamie said it all. <laughs> I think she did a great job. You know, again, it's just taking the time to talk and get to know each other and and. Maybe if, even if you don't learn from somebody, um, they may learn from you. So uh, again, reach out. Whether you're you've been with some, you've been in the industry for quite a while, find that person that looks a little bit lost, um, and vice versa. If you're somebody that feels a little bit lost, go in and talk to somebody else um, that looks like they're a little more seasoned. Yeah. And have those business cards handy, you know, because not only are business cards effective at telling people who you are, but sometimes you can write down that extra bit of information about somebody that you learned in the conversation or something else about your about yourself that you can then provide uh, as you hand uh, the business card over. So th that's just another thought. The other one that I um, have benefited from uh, is advice about people using other people's names in a conversation. So you just learned that this person standing next to you is Bob, you know, say Bob once in a while in the conversation to get that name cemented into your brain. And uh, that that'll go a long way toward helping you remember Bob, you know, the next day when you happen to see him in the hallway. So that's, a, that's just a tip that I have appreciated over the years. Um, all right. And then again, that networking reception, as Haley pointed out, is going to be that first day of the trade show right after the trade show. So you can basically finish up your visits with, um, you know, with whoever you are speaking to and then carry on the conversation right into the networking reception. And I don't know that we did enough to underscore the the food. Oh, my goodness. The food at these receptions uh, cannot be beat. So I just want to, you know, just letting you know, this is not, you know, crackers and uh, and punch. All right. This is this is really good stuff. And I, I just want to make sure we uh, we get that across. All right. I know there's some strategies as well, uh, Jamie and Jennifer, about managing your uh, what, what can we say? Uh, your endurance. Uh, how do you keep going? Uh, during the three days of the convention, possibly four, if you're with us for the pre-convention shows. Okay, so we're going to go with the standard. Make sure you eat a good breakfast <laughs> and, and, you know, stop and have lunch um, and stay hydrated. But I am going to tell you from experience, um, the first few years I wore heels. I know, do not wear heels. I either wear flats or I wear tennis shoes because you are going to do a lot of walking. Um, and I'm going to put in a little plug for the Water Quality Research Foundation. They have a, um, a, a something going on where you can download their app. Do you happen to have that? Uh, there you yeah. go, WQRF Walk for Water, um, $25 donation, and you can... Uh, follow your steps and um, possibly win the contest. So, but anyways, you are walking so much, wear comfortable shoes, comfortable clothing, and, um, you know, just bring your, your good attitude also. That's super important. I don't think I've seen any bad attitudes though. So Jamie, what are right. your thoughts? 
Now, usually a smile gets you a long way at this convention, um, makes you feel better and the people that you're approaching um, as well. So I agree with Jennifer, definitely stay hydrated. We are in the water industry, so we probably, a lot of us neglect ourselves in that area. Um, take the opportunity when you go sit down and have a meal to unplug for a minute and be with the people that you're with. I think that's a huge thing is not always, whether we're business owners or, um, you know, on staff, it's taken the time that we have to be with the people that we're with. And so just unplug and put your phone down for 30 minutes. I think that's a huge thing that gets me through is taking that technology break. You know, um, you brought up a good point with the lunch. Um, that is another excellent area for networking, sitting down at the tables, whether it's lunch or there's there's a little area. And I personally know of a company, they were a plumbing company considering coming into the water treatment industry. They sat down and they spoke to um, just happen to start conversation with somebody who's been in the industry for over 30 years. And it, he was able to take them, make introductions to who they needed to talk to for different suppliers. And, you know, they thought that was wonderful that somebody that's in the industry for 30 years is going to take that time and and show them around. And they now have a very successful water treatment business. So um, that is definitely make those connections. And our WQA tip, a reminder again about the pre-convention programs, the WQRF uh, Symposium the WQA Business Bootcamp, and the RO Sizing Workshop, all taking place Monday, March 4th. Separate registration is required, but you can do it as you register for convention. So either way, if you haven't signed up for convention or if you have, you can add those programs to your registration. Go to wqa.org convention to learn more and uh, get registered if you haven't yet or add those programs if you need to. And do it today. And thanks for joining us for this episode of the WQA podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA professional certification, product certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from the Water Quality Association. <laughs>